Our next question for today is 419. What place does the old law have in the plan of salvation? The old law permitted one to know many truths which are accessible to reason, showed what must or must not be done, and above all, like a wise tutor, prepared and disposed one for conversion and for the acceptance of the gospel. However, while being holy, spiritual and good, the old law was still imperfect because in itself it did not give the strength and the grace of the Spirit for its observance. For my reflection today, I'll cover questions 418 and 419. The natural law is engraved in the hearts of every person, but because of concupiscence, many of us have lost the clarity to perceive this natural law in our hearts. And as we have seen in the Old Testament, after the fall of Adam and Eve, there was so much evil in the world. We see the discord among the children of Adam and Eve, where we see Cain murdered his own brother Abel out of jealousy because God was pleased with Abel's sacrifice, but did not accept Cain's sacrifice. Also, we see that in the time of Noah, evil had multiplied and God destroyed by water all mankind except Noah and his family. While the ancestors of Abraham worshipped God, they were struggling to discern what pleased God and to discern right from wrong. So after guiding the Israelites through the patriarchs, God sent Moses, the prophet, the great prophet, to the people of Israel and gave them explicitly the Ten Commandments on the tablets of stone so that they had directly received from God the guidelines for moral living. Um, also, God authenticated Moses and his leadership through many signs and wonders. This was all to prepare the people for the coming of the Messiah who will give them the full revelation in the person of Jesus Christ. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church 1962, there's a quotation by St. Augustine which says, God wrote on the tables of the law what men did not read in their hearts. These are God's laws given to us explicitly and must be lived out explicitly. When we violate any of these laws, even the least of them, and ignore our conscience by rationalizing and falsely justifying why we need to violate them, we are deliberately choosing the path of eternal death. We must never do evil so that good may result from it. We should never justify our wrong deeds um, because we are trying to do something good out of it. We should trust that God who created us and who has given us this law will um, provide for us. He will provide the good through good means. We need to broaden our thinking to truly perceive the good God wants us to do and the means he wishes us to adopt to bring about that good. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 1964, we read that the old law is a preparation for the gospel and for the coming of Christ, the anointed one, 
who would pour the Holy Spirit on all mankind. And we read in the same paragraph, 1964, about St. Thomas Aquinas and his quote, There were, under the regime of the Old Covenant, people who possessed the clarity and grace of the Holy Spirit and longed above all for the spiritual and eternal promises by which they were associated with the new law. Conversely, there exist carnal men under the new covenant, still distanced from the perfection of the new law. The fear of punishment and certain temporal promises have been necessary even under the new covenant to incite them to virtuous works. In any case, even though old law prescribed charity, it did not give the Holy Spirit through whom God's charity has been poured into our hearts. So we see how the old covenant law was a preparation. It was to prepare us so that we will have a heart which will be receptive to the Holy Spirit that we receive in the new covenant and in the new law, which is the Beatitudes that Jesus preached. That's my reflection for today. I hope you have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for listening.